Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Food Heals Podcast, episode 120. If someone gave me a pizza in front of me, a vegan pizza, and they're and I'm hungry and I want that pizza, and they're like, no, don't, no, you can't have that right now. You're on a diet. I'd look at them and be like, you give me that pizza. (laughs) Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In real cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat and stress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today's guest is Alana Levine. Alana is a true California native who ditched her advertising career to dive into eco-entrepreneurship with her amazing website, 
cleanslate.com. She has a true passion for researching and learning how the body and mind benefit from the right nutrition and enriching experiences. This passion has led Alana to discover and share tasty, simple, and healthy recipes and alternatives to classics like diadeas. I can't wait to find out what that is. I couldn't pronounce it. I had to, re- <laughs> to pronounce it twice, but it sounds delicious. Diadeas. Diadeas. <laughs> Natural products and restaurants that offer real healthy options. Alana's hope is to help people become more informed about the plethora of options beyond frozen lean cuisines. Who's eating those anymore? Yeah. Generic multivitamins. America. <laughs> <laughs> Generic multivitamins and corporate gyms. She wants to help inspire and empower people no matter where they are on their journey. I can't wait to talk to Alana, but first, Susie, can we recap about our party? Our amazing party. It was awesome, right? It was. People had such a good time. Yeah. You did a great job. Oh, thank you. Well, I worked really hard to put it together. I became an event planner and I'm not an event planner. Yes, you are. I wish I had known you when I was planning my wedding. (laughs) I would never plan someone's wedding because I'm sure I would get it wrong. It is very... No, you were excellent. (laughs) You had everything dialed in. I appreciate that, but it is really hard and I will not do it it again for like two more years. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah. And I think I've done a big event every two years. I did my Mm. food heels party in 2012 or 2013 then i did my wedding and then two years later we did this party so mm-hmm. I, I got an event every two years so you're good me. for two years yeah <laughs> so okay. we're good now let's relax no more events food heals nation just kidding maybe smaller events but it was awesome and i just want to say like thank you to everyone who came out and if you couldn't be there food heals nation we will replay the live podcast that we did. It might be a little loud, so we'll check the sound, but we'll put it online somewhere so you guys can hear it if you want. It was definitely, we had really, really great panelists, but we couldn't get as deep as we do in these podcasts just because it was in front of a live audience and we, they were super short interviews, mm-hmm. but they were still really good. Well, everybody had a great time and we had great vendors. Thanks to all of our vendors. Yes. Let they me really give- made the party what it was. I know. I mean, people had so much fun at the booths. Like all the booths were like rock stars. Like, Okay, let me go through the list so that I don't leave anyone out. But the Owl's Brew, they provided their delicious Owl's Brew mixed cocktails. We had Zatik Naturals, and they had, you know, a wonderful display of all their products that are all organic. They've got this great coconut shampoo that I love. There was Cocoa Cocktails. Those guys were so much fun. They just had their own little They were rocking it out. Yeah, they were their own little (laughs) rock stars over there. And their cocktails were really good. Um, Healthy. They're the first healthy cocktail. (laughs) They were healthy. Brilliant. But then they were also doing shots with my sister-in-law. Oh, they were? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Those guys know how to party. Yeah. We had the Jing Slingers, Jay and Joy. Oh, so delicious. Oh, my God. Their food was so good. Food Heals Nation remembers them from a previous podcast. I had so many people come up to me and be like, I bought their book because I tasted their food. I think they sold out of cookbooks because Mm -hmm. everyone was like, I bought their book Mm because that food is amazing. We had Suja Juice. They just came out with a new line of juices of their drinking vinegars. It's always great to have a good juice company on board. We had Addictive Wellness, another group from our podcast. We had Sage. Well, we haven't posted that episode yet, but right around Halloween, we'll have our episode with them. And they have their Addictive Wellness Delicious Dark Chocolate. And we had Dear Mama LA Tacos. Did you get a chance to taste the tacos? Yes. Oh, they were so good. They were so good. Jackfruit Tacos, everyone. Jackfruit is the new meat, in case you didn't know. Mm -hmm. It's really, really growing really fast. You see it everywhere in grocery stores now, and a lot of restaurants are doing it. We had Grassroots sampling their salads. We love Grassroots. We just did a podcast, a 
live episode there that we'll be posting for you. But again, the live episodes are, we've, we've realized they're just not quite as dynamic, but we'll post them anyway so you guys can hear them. And then we had, of course, Gluten-Free with Emily, who's also a former podcast guest. Did you have a waffle cake I did. Sunday. Delicious. Okay. They came out at the end. So they were kind of like the dessert, like the everyone was around her, surrounding her table, like, give me some of that waffle cake. Like, so good. Thank you to Lululemon and Whole Foods for providing our swag bags. Thank you to Gunas New York for sending us beautiful handbags for our raffle. Earth Mama Angel Baby sent us delicious smelling lotions that are all organic, good for your skin. And thank you to my event planner, Caitlin from LA Events. She she is the reason. You were thanking me. I have to thank her. She Well, you found her. So. Yeah, I found her. And then she was awesome. Like she would just we would just text all day back and forth, just coordinating stuff. And she was amazing. So there was also Cure Water, which we're drinking right here in the studio, 9.5 pH. Q-U-R-E. It's infused with ionic minerals. They provided the water. So we just had so many great sponsors. And of course, Global Healing Center, which gave us fabulous items for our swag bags, including detox foot pads. Love those. Uh, really? They're amazing. Did you do them? Yeah, I okay. did. did. I did. Like I loved it. And I had my doubts because I've anytime I've seen ionic foot baths or or foot pads. Yeah. They're the, one of those things you can't really prove. They say that the foot pads just turn colors and pull. They say they're, they're supposed to pull out toxins, right? Yeah. But they yeah. say they just turn colors if they get wet. No, I actually, I put these on. I, re, I did research and I looked at reviews uh-huh. of Global Healing Center foot pads versus others. Mm. And Global Healing Center is supposed to be top notch. Put them on and I... I feel energy. I'm an energy healer, right? So I actually felt when I put them on, I felt something in my feet. And I was like, that's interesting. Mm. Didn't expect that. And yeah, when I took them off in the morning, they were kind of disgusting. So I'm (laughs) going to continue. And that made me also think, wow, I really need to do some of Global Healing Center's detox programs. I mean, they're the best that I know. I know there's a lot of good brands out there, but they're just so trustworthy because they have the real mission. They have the mindset like us. Like they're not going to compromise any of their ingredients. So that's cool that you like the detox. Oh, I I loved them. I've gotten people texting me about, they texted me about the detox foot pads and doing the oxy powder in the same night because that's quite a detox. Oh, wow. You know, so the next morning you've got the gunk coming out of your feet and the gunk coming out of your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Oh, but you feel so much better. So thank you to Global Healing Center. They also did gave us the B12 liquid supplement, which I love the taste of. Have you had some of that? No. It tastes like orange. It's so delicious. Does it really? Yeah. B B vitamins usually taste gross. I haven't tried it though. Yeah. You put it under your tongue. It's really, really good. But Um, the Aqua Spirit Refreshing Spray is my favorite. I know. That was in there. It's like a trip to the beach (laughs) instantly. I know. Do we have any in the studio? I think we do. Maybe in the back. We'll have to We need to have it like constantly, like automatically sprayed. I know. Well, we might have some leftover from the party, so... I'll find it so we can spray each other later. (laughs) And of course, remember, you can get 20% off Global Healing Center products using the coupon code FOODHEALS. And thank you so much to Vince Leah, who was our second podcast guest ever. Ever, He was a panelist at our party, and he gave us coupons for 20% off t-shirts and tanks at VinceLeah.com using the coupon code FOODHEALS. And I love them. They are so soft, so comfortable. They fit really well. Yeah, they look good on us. We looked hot in those pictures. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we did a little photo shoot for them. That was fun. We're so humble. <laughs> they fit really well. because They like, do. Okay, for example, I have a shorter torso and they still look good on me. And you have a longer torso and they still fit you. A lot of times my problem is I go to try on these like really cute like Lululemon or whatever, fitness clothes, Nike, whatever. Every brand is mostly made for 
long torsos. So on me, they like drown me and they don't fit me correctly. So I have to get a larger size to fit me and then I like cut them or whatever. But you know, I I have found a lot of good ones at Lululemon and then um, Vince's fit perfect. So they were great. Nice. And I want to give a shout out to Gunas, which is America's first 100% vegan designer handbag brand. And those handbags are gorgeous. I mean, we got the opportunity to do a fab photo shoot for Gunas as well. And those pictures you can see on my Instagram page, Allison Melody TV, and you'll just love the bags. And you can get those for 20% off using the coupon code FOODHEELS. And they were awesome. They donated a couple of bags to our party and to our photo shoot. And so we're just really grateful to them. They are beautiful. Yeah. And our final discount from the party is that you can get 15% off any t-shirt or tank purchased from our friend Jackie Wasserman at Beat by Beat. Yes. Beat by Beat is a vegan graphic apparel line dedicated to spreading awareness about healthy lifestyles and the environmental issues surrounding our society. And of course, you know the coupon is Food heals. <laughs> I beat you to it. I'll you did. It. And you I'll sang it. i try to say it in unison with you. <laughs> but you I beat me to it. it. You um, beat me. You beat my beat me to it. I beat my beat you. I love Jackie and I love her lines. So that's another great coupon code for Food Heals Nation. I won her raffle. That's how I met her a long time ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I won. I, we were at a an eco, like, I forget what it was. It was some sort of eco business event and like Rich Roll was there and Moby was there. It was really cool. I met her there and then I put my business card in her raffle and then I won a t-shirt and then we had her on the podcast and the rest is history. All right, next up, our interview with Alana. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. Today we're here with an exciting guest, Alana Levine. As a nutritional enthusiast with an advertising background, Alana went from being an expert at making people see what she wanted them to see to helping people see through the labyrinth of hypnotizing packaging and seemingly harmless ingredients to understand what kind of food would be best for their body. Alana helps people peel back the veil of confusion from misunderstood health and nutritional concepts, allowing the simplest of truths to reach their conscience. Having a 9-to-5 job while trying to maintain the work and life balance is a challenge that everyone faces. Alana hopes to take the apprehension out of the process and make it possible for others to find a simpler path. Welcome, Alana. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. We're so glad to have you. So before we get started, I have to say that you're the first guest we've had since our Food Heals anniversary party. Awesome party, by the way. So can we recap? Yeah. Yes. It was an awesome party. I had a great time. I met vendors there that I've never met before. And for really? me, that's that's like one of my favorite things. Who yeah. was your favorite vendor? Ooh. Or top three. Okay. I did like that. Uh, the new Jackfruit Taco. Yes. Um, Dear Mama Dear LA. Mama. That was really good. And I want to follow them. Those were delicious. Yes. They're on Instagram. I think they're just at Dear Mama LA. Okay. Yeah. I will remember that. <laughs> and the the tea that the... Mm-hmm. Cocoa. Owl's Brew. Yeah. Oh, yes. Owl's Brew. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was really good. And, and um, especially when they mixed it with uh, bourbon. Just, <laughs> I, I went with the gin. Oh, the gin one. was good too. I did. It was delicious. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I met Owl's Brew at a fashion show and I was like obsessed with them. And I was talking to the girl and she's like, my best friend started the company. And I was like, please come to my event. And she did. So it really worked out because 
Also, have you seen their packaging? It's gorgeous. And I'm, I have a design background. Yes. So for me, I kind of like zone in when I see great packaging. Yeah, yeah. their packaging was beautiful. Yeah. It's like yeah. old timey bottles. Yes. Kinda, right? Yes. Yeah. And their, their typography and everything was really nice. Yeah, those well black done. bottles. Well done. Oh, and the last one, which I can't imagine. I don't know why I didn't say this first. Those cake balls. balls. <laughs> uh, yeah, the balls. Jing Slingers, <laughs> Jay and Joy. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Those were gluten-free, sugar-free. They were deli- like I literally came in and someone just immediately said, And they were to me, beautiful. The they were pink. They were pink and they were beautiful. And they were oh, delicious. Oh yeah, I saw your Instagram picture of them, by the way. Oh, Thank yeah, you. I wish I had like I wanted to shine up even more light on it, but uh-huh. I was in the zone of just like, let me have more of these. I was lucky because I was setting up you were upstairs, but I was setting up and they were while they were put, while they were setting up yeah. and I, I was introducing myself to them because I hadn't met them on the last time yeah, they were because here. The last time they were on the podcast, Susie was out of town and so Whitney yeah. stood in and so you hadn't met them. I hadn't met them, but I'd had no heard idea. of them and I'd seen their book. <laughs> yeah. And I so I started chatting with them. She's like, Do you want to try one? I was like, Yes. They were amazing. <laughs> and they were sweet. They, they were, were very, but they weren't too sweet. sweet. Oh, I meant actually the the oh, two the people. The, the two yes. people. <laughs> yes. Jay but and so Joy. and their balls. And their balls were sweet too. <laughs> Not too salty. Sweetened with fruit. Just kidding. Dragon fruit, I think. <laughs> Dragon fruit and monk, monk fruit. fruit. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So let me plug their book really quick. It's called Food with Benefits because if anyone's listening and they're like, what I need to know more, their book has all these recipes and more. And information. Yes. Like so much, like why they use what they use and how it's helpful, why it's, you know, like so much information, not just recipes. They're super I love foods. that. Yeah. They kept saying about their desserts, like that's why the monk fruit and the dragon fruit, they're all superfoods. I thought that was genius. Yeah. So it's like you're getting to taste something that tastes amazing. And you're thinking this can't possibly be good for me, but yes. it is. <laughs> that's why I love their cookbook because I'm like, I like things that taste bad for me. <laughs> so I need them exactly. to be good for me. Like that cake ball, I'm not going to lie. It reminded me of kind of those packaged cake the mixes that I used to get when I was a kid. Yeah. And ate way too much of. And it totally, it just brought me back to childhood. It totally brought me back to childhood too. So good. Did you get good good uh, pictures, red carpet pictures, anything like that? I know Jeanette, Vegan Girl Forever, got a few. Good. And then I tried apparently taking one of the taco with the lighting and the background. Didn't realize I was holding up the line because I thought nobody was behind me. And Jeanette gets me on IG story of me <laughs> holding up the line. And so I had a half shot of that taco. That is hilarious. <laughs> You're holding up the line. That's what we, that's what we yeah. do. We're all these like food bloggers and influencers. And we're like, oh, got to take a picture. Up, oh, got to do an Instagram story. Got to do a uh what is it snapchat you know like hashtag let our food go cold yes (laughs) (laughs) that is so true all right well we really appreciate you coming to the party we're so happy to have you and today we're going to talk about your brand clean slate so how did this all get started it's been i'm kind of amazed where it's at now i never thought of this when i was younger not even like a, a twinkle in my eye that this was where I would be now, <laughs> vegan, talking about it, taking pictures of it, writing about it. I feel the same way. Look, I get it. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to be a filmmaker and an actress and an artist, and maybe I still will be, but I never thought I would be in food. I thought same. nutrition was boring. Yeah, I mean, I, I had like a – it was interesting – to me, but only kind of like, oh, I'll add that spinach or I love the, those new fresh apples, but not enough to like turn over the package. Even though my dad was um, growing up, he owned a party planning catering company here. And I was around food a lot, but it wasn't vegan food. And I had to keep myself grounded from my mom helped keep me grounded. Yeah. 
But a lot of times it was a lot of heavy meats. My dad loved barbecuing. That's kind of what he was known for. And fish. I mean, there was, I grew up on sushi like crazy. And really? So, uh, yeah. It was a, a lot of, you know, kind of that American diet. And so I had a lot of that growing up. And there were times where I'd get freaked out by like learning that. <laughs> I think I was like way too old to know that. But I thought ribs for some reason, I don't know why I never made the correlation that they came from a cow. Mm-hmm. So I would love ribs. And then when I found out, I was horrified. And I'd stop eating that for like, let's say, a couple weeks. And then I'd go back to old ways. Right. You know, and so same thing over time, things like that happened. I saw like a uh, shrimp being, you know, uh, chopped alive at a sushi restaurant in oh, front of you. Oh my God. And I was mortified, stopped eating that for a while, and then reverted back. So it was always this like a mortified revert back because yeah. in LA, you don't, it's kind of our culture, like, Oh, you eat sushi, you eat caviar, you eat all these things. Yeah, and that was a bit I have some friends that grew up here too, and they had it for lunch when they were like eleven. Yeah. Like we didn't have that in New York. Uh, we didn't have that in North Carolina. Carolina. No. So that was definitely a very LA thing. <laughs> it, it it kind of and I didn't know any different. It was almost like wrong and I hate to say it, but it was like, Oh, you don't eat sushi? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh my gosh, that's well so it's funny. like um clueless. My dad used to make fun of me all the time for that movie. Right? She's like bringing sushi to her high school for lunch. And yes. Yeah. And that's not far from the right. truth. Right. I mean, that, that, that that's why it happen. was funny. Yeah. But, and it is funny that it was Alicia Silverstone in Clueless playing that part. Yes. And now she's totally macrobiotic vegan and promotes this plant-based lifestyle. It's it's just, it's crazy. And that book was a big influence for me. Really? Too, because <laughs> Clueless was kind of a movie that highlighted a little bit of where I grew up. And I didn't want that to define me. You know, after I left LA and Beverly Hills, there was so much more going on that, yes, of course, I could take great aspects to growing up here. But I learned so much more about the life and other people and and then nutrition. And then I was able to bring all that back with me. But Alicia Silverstone, I mean, she was clueless and then she was the kind guy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not like I'm trying to follow her or anything. But it was great. So growing up, you grew up down the street from here, you said. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, because I think I'm so blessed to live here. And I'm like, I live in the most amazing place ever. And you grew up here. It's weird because um, everywhere you grow up, like, there's always pros and cons. Always, like, you know, of so it was great. I had a wonderful childhood, but of course, there were very tough times and, you know, they made you who you are. And But it's not as easy like, oh, you grew up here in LA and Beverly Hills that everything was just perfect. I mean, it wasn't, but okay, there were definitely... So, so here's my impression of it. You live in Beverly Hills, you wear the best clothes, you go to the best boarding school, you eat the best food, and you never see your parents because they're too rich and busy. Now, tell me how much of that is true and how much of that is false. You oh, eat and your food. <laughs> and you're in true Beverly Hills. Oh, no. Did you, you know that? That's my favorite movie of oh, all time. Oh, my God, yeah. But you, oh, I thought you actually... I was in true Beverly No. Oh, my God. You really were? No, I was just talking Did about the movie. Did you guys say it at the uh, Beverly Hills Hotel? Did you say it at the Beverly Hills Hotel? Oh, that's what, horrible. I'm trying to remember that movie now. Yes. Did they have other people sell their cookies? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, we did stand out. It's Rite Aid now, but it was Thrifties. We did stand outside of Thrifties and sell cookies. <laughs> this is my dream come true. This was my. This is all I wanted as a kid was to have Phyllis be my troop leader. <laughs> my mom was our troop leader, and like I love my mom, of course. But like it's like she wasn't fashionable and wearing pink and like saying, mm. you know, let's make our own patches and let's all that great fabulous oh, stuff. We did kind of. It was we weren't the traditional Girl Scouts by any means. Or I think we were just brownies, actually. But for me, my family was here. My dad was here. My mom was here. They never really traveled without me. So we traveled together. And I traveled with my grandmother as well. So they never, like, uh, jetted away on, you know, private trips out here and there. Yeah. They, were, they were home. But they both did work. So did you so. know people like Shelley Long's character growing up? Like that? Like mothers? Mom, like that? Yeah. There were some mothers who resembled a little Shelly Long. Um, <laughs> but oddly enough, a lot of the moms, you know, they worked. They also worked. Yeah, um, that's good. So there were their, their housewives and then they, you know, some of them worked. They did both. But it wasn't solely, um, <laughs> yes, there were aspects of, of True Beverly Hills. But yeah, that's just, I don't know, that was the world that I kind of grew up in. But then you go to high school and it's kind of mixing everybody in a little mm-hmm. bit more. Even though it was Beverly, you know, it's it still was changed. It wasn't the Was small. it 90210? <laughs> we're just going to stay with her life as the way we want it from <laughs> movies and, and TV shows of her childhood. So, Luke you know Perry? What? No? Uh, Kelly? No Luke Perry? No <laughs> Kelly? Um, but <laughs> Steve? No Steve. I, I think he, I think they all kind of hung around though. We had that. a Steve. We had a Steve. Oh, people like them? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely so. It was um but you know what? Also, I hate to say it, but some the school system, I mean, it also it wasn't that great. It wasn't something that you saw in the movies like mm. that. I mean, I can't I can't put any like the reference to another high school, I guess. I mean, if it wasn't a TV high school. That yeah, that's what I'm think I'm getting. It wasn't a TV high school. It yeah. felt like just high school. Nothing yeah. really exceptional except for I think prom we did have in the room that they do the globes. But nothing fun. I mean it really was like a stark kind of prom. You had your prom where they did golden where they but did the golden globes. Solely like the, the the setting of like fitting that many people in. Other than that, there was no real theme. There was no you can't We didn't have a theme. I don't remember if we did. Yeah, it did. It you didn't do great. all do the same Michael Jackson dance or anything like that. No, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, we didn't either. I remember I would see those movies and go, but that never happens, right? Like, that's no. just in the movies. Yeah, that had to be core. Did you get a good education? <laughs> you know, that's funny. Kind of. Yeah, yes, I got a good education. <laughs> but there are definitely lapses in like, God, I wish I, my uh, geography was better. Or <laughs> I feel like history could have been. Uh, I didn't learn grammar more. until I took a foreign language. You know, like little things. I feel like the art department was great because that kind of helped mold me to to go on to produce art. But at the same time, I think there were gaps in it. Mm. I was also slightly a social butterfly at some moments where I my brain kind of went, ooh, shiny <laughs> objects, which my boyfriend would love to tease me about. Um, <laughs> but there was good aspects to it. But I was definitely ready to kind of um, leave it for a little bit and, and get out there. Okay, we'll stop quizzing you how your life (laughs) compared to Hollywood movies and TV shows. But moving on, so how did you make the change from this lifestyle to Clean Slate, where you're at now? Yeah, I guess 
Oddly, when I moved out of LA, because it really wasn't something I even heard or just talked about, or I did stop eating red meat at, I think I was 20 at that time. How old was I when I stopped eating red meat? I think I was 20 because I started reading Skinny Bitch. I read that too. That <laughs> that changed my life too. And it changed, it yeah. really didn't. I was in, in college at the time. And uh, it wasn't even, there was facts, it was funny, it kind of engaged you. I loved reading at that time too. And so I read that and I started to think more. And for me, it actually was health first. So going back to like when I was in high school, it was great having my dad as a chef. But at the same time, my my mom and my dad had this interesting relationship where my mom really tried the, you know, whole vegetables, fruits, all that kind of mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. throw that in there. And then dad, which was, it was fun. He'd give me my own shopping cart when we went to the market together and I could put whatever I wanted in, in there. So it was like, you know, turkey slices and cheddar cheese and sourdough bread and pinwheels. Right. And yeah, and like all those, all those things that you just are like, you wouldn't do now. But I did that. And so I created, I had acid reflux really early on. Mm. And so. At what age? I was 16. Wow. Yeah. And it was what I was really, what I wish I could do differently now. And this is what I try and help people with is I was 16 at that time. And in LA and, and me and, and my family, it was very much go to the doctor, make sure. Like go to the doctor, go to the doctor. No alternative options were really present. So um, let's talk about that because I think mm-hmm. a lot of Americans have acid reflux. Very a lot. I mean, it's crazy how many people have acid I mean, reflux. Small amount to large amount, you know. Like, I mean, I would I would say like at least thirty percent deal with heartburn. Yeah, and, and acid then they reflux. take those pills. Mm-hmm. What are those pills called? Nexium, Nexium. because that's what they put me on when mm-hmm. I was sixteen. And Gosh. and what did they say when you went to the doctor why you were having this? Right. And so that was – the hard part was they w- we were like, oh, okay, we'll reduce, you know, chocolates and fatty foods, chips. The so were they stuff. saying that your body is just producing too much acid? Basically. That's it. My your body, body is producing too much acid. And you can reduce it by by reducing what you're eating, not saying necessarily to bring in any whole foods or, or change anything. Or change anything or supplements. Just take this little purple pill. Take and that they and the worst part about it, back then Nexium wasn't even regulated enough. Like you're supposed to be checked every six months or something like that. I was on it for years. So it caused issues that I'm dealing with now that I'm really? seeking holistic help for and, and oh. trying to help. And and yeah. that's that part bothers me so much. There's no you're not told, hey, why don't you maybe check out a naturopath? And even that term, I hate using it because people look, almost look down on the term naturopath. Well, they think it's some kind of herb following quack yes. that has no mm-hmm. basis mm-hmm. in science or just doesn't know what they're doing. And then, which is which is why I think, and Allison, I think you would agree with me, is that because we've just kind of come across, or I started to talk to functional yeah. and integrative medical doctors where mm-hmm. they look at everything no yes. matter what you're dealing with they don't just look at that organ or that problem and that's what i've been working with now mm-hmm. they took a lot of trial and error for years and years and i'm still working through it but i let me i don't want to ask yeah, what you're dealing with but i don't want to pry into that but is what you're dealing with were you warned that could be a potential side effect oh they downplayed that so much of course they downplayed it it's kind of like well we'll check your potassium levels that's the only thing they would tell me just checking my potassium levels. And even mm-hmm. that, they didn't even do regularly. Take the purple pill. And and if I had even more of a flare-up when I was on the purple pill and I'd call my doctor, he'd be like, oh, we'll double it up. 
Oh my God. So I didn't even know about the idea of replenishing your floor at that time either. No idea yes. about and that's any of that. So important. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that either. I remember I used to take antibiotics every single year. I would always mm-hmm. get uh, tonsillitis, they would call it every single year religiously on my birthday. It was insane. But anyways, it was always in December every year. And, and and I didn't know that you had to replenish the microflora. So it I think that my microflora was depleted for so many years. As an adult, I'm like insane about probiotics. I take mm-hmm. them all the time. I get them in my food as much as possible, kimchi, take them as pills, whatever I can do. Because mm-hmm. the doctors don't tell you that. Oh, and if they do, they say, well, have some yogurt, Greek yogurt. Mm-hmm. Which we know full of sugar, full of chemicals. It's not. It's and not clogging and clogging. Yeah, yeah, all of the above. Yeah, and I want to go back to the potassium real quick because I feel like this is just in my own personal experience. I was having an issue where my hair was thinning. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It happened. Started happening to me three months after my mom passed, or no, six months. Sorry, six months. And that can happen with an emotional trauma. Yeah. But it wasn't going back. And I always had a lot of hair. And it wasn't until I started replenishing my minerals recently where I started noticing, oh, my God, my hair's coming back. Yay, I found it. I found the issue. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like that is not talked about. And it sounds like you, same thing. Potassium is a mineral, right? And mm-hmm. very important, as is magnesium, as is calcium, you know. And mm-hmm. and we just aren't educated enough, especially yeah. when you're given something that might mess with your levels that could cause problems because those levels are messed with. And when doctors look at your blood tests, they really don't focus in on magnesium or any of those type of levels as much as, sure, it's great when you check my, my blood count, mm-hmm. my white cells, all that stuff. That's fantastic. Thank you. But until you go to maybe a, a naturopath even who who actually will get a blood test or if you ask your doctor to get a full panel yeah. so you can take a look at it yeah. because those are just as important. You have If you have low vitamin D, I mean, that can cause hair, hair falling out, depression, so many other things. Yeah. And even just, just like with thyroid, that's actually something else that I've recently been dealing with. Fibroids? For thyroid. Oh, thyroid, yeah. Thyroid. And so that's something that took years of me trying to explain that to the doctor. Like, can you do a bigger panel than what you're doing? Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was told that by a naturopath that I was seeing. And I had to actually ask my general doctor for that because he was kind of going around it in circles. Yeah. And then at that point, they kind of do the, well, let's give you A, B, C, and D again. And I'm like, no. This doesn't feel right. Yeah. I think yeah. you guys are missing you're missing the ball here. And I trusted doctors, you know, because that's it's kind of, of what's brought up we to did do. Too. Yeah. yeah. And so I when, didn't. But that's, that's on my own story. Because <laughs> I had a grandmother didn't trust and my mom did. Great. But but my mom always went to like if we got sick, it was vitamin C and fluids over getting mm-hmm. antibiotics. And if it didn't go away, okay, well in two days then okay, go get go get test for strap or whatever. But well, that was always true. the last resort. I always, my mom was very, okay, the one, I'm very diligent about every morning, fresh squeezed orange juice, oatmeal, fruit. Like she was very diligent about making sure I got these things. And then, you know, if you're sick, then you heal it with, with what you can. But as I got older, you know, less of, of mom being able to do that and me being up like on my own or Mm -hmm. in college or things like that, you know, you kind of you're working, you got to go to school, you're just taking what you can to get better fast. And instead of thinking about there are things that can get you better fast, that's natural. You know, there's so many things out there, uh, colloidal silver and and just zinc, zinc, you know, echinacea, all that stuff. And bilberry, bilberry, elderberry, elderberry, and bilberry too. There's even a combination one. (laughs) There's just, 
so much. a world of information. And these are things that are, you know, generations and generations prior used and civilizations and, you know, in the past have used and they worked. And, and now, now I'm seeing the trend of it going back a little bit mm-hmm. because of big pharma. And so now that's kind of what I want to help. It, it's tough, you know, me having to go to a general doctor recently to get the uh, blood panels and things like that. And then I'm like, you know, this doesn't seem right. Now I'm working with a naturopath, you know, just to making sure that, you know, you're going through the whole 360. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's it's kind of my own thing. I've, I'm always searching. I'm always trying to find the right combination for myself and what works. And in the past, it was costing way too much money. Because I was always on a quest Mm -hmm. and I kind of enjoyed it. But at the same time, I was, I felt like I wasn't, before veganism too, I wasn't finding what I needed. Mm -hmm. And I kept masking it and masking it. And and so just starting to having to educate myself throughout all that, I felt like I was my own, I was the guinea pig. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just made myself the guinea pig. And now I'm able to like, anybody who wants the information without me having to, it's tough. You know, when you feel like you know something, but you know people aren't receptive and you don't want to shove it down their throat or preach to them because that's the last thing that that people will take in you know i'm watching someone you know heat up uh you know plastic in a microwave or something yeah oh that drives me crazy mm. <laughs> and i and you know you have to step back and be like i i have said things and i'm like ooh I should stop. I, uh, only if you ask me. Yeah. I try to it's read tough. the energy and say, are they going to be receptive to what I have to say? Right. And then if no, then I'll I'll be quiet. If I think mm-hmm. yes, then I'll say, hey, did you know? Or mm-hmm. things like that. And some people are super receptive and some mm-hmm. people aren't. And I remember I learned this a long time ago when I was first learning like the detrimental effects of like meat and dairy, for example, I would be like, oh my God, don't eat that pizza because guess what? Did you know that dairy causes inflammation? And inflammation right. is the number one cause of disease and you really shouldn't eat that. And they'd be like, <laughs> I'm going to eat my Back off, bitch. Exactly. 100%. I thought everyone everyone would be like, oh, my God, no way. I had no idea. Let me fix this because that's how I was. Right. Doesn't mean everyone is like that. But if like someone – if (laughs) and I've said this. I'm like, if someone gave me a pizza in front of me, a vegan pizza, and and I'm hungry and I want that pizza, and they're like, no, don't, no, you can't have that right now. You're on a diet. I'd look at them and be like – you give me that pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's the same, probably the same way of like me trying to tell someone something and they really don't want to hear at the moment. And that light bulb, because before my light bulb went off, I ignored what I wanted to and I saw what I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's probably the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they haven't had the light bulb. And some yeah. people never will. And some people never will. And and it's it's hard because at my job is where I see people doing those things, you know, heating yeah. up in the, the plastic in the microwave or, yeah. you know, definitely eating, oh, oh God, like just some really bad choices. And I mean, I'm not saying this is the other thing. I'm by far not perfect. Mm -hmm. And I like my chips. But if I'm going to make that choice, I'm going to hopefully make the right choice of, you know, the the Jackson Honest, you know, the the Boulder Canyon or the way better chips. You know, I've learned to do my research, though, to know if I'm going to have something that's not that great for me, I'm going to follow it up with, um, you know, the giant green salad, or I'm going to find my balance. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it's not great when I have, you know, side of fries, you know, that's, that's, you know, it is what it is. But I've hopefully educated myself enough to know that I can, I can find the balance. I've read labels, I'm very diligent about reading labels and nutrition, and it took a long time 
to get to the point of going to a non-vegan restaurant that has literally nothing on the menu and and feeling very comfortable to a waiter to ask some questions or, hey, do you mind if I talk to the chef for a second? Or let's put these three side dishes together. But it took a long time to get there. And a lot of my friends doing the making fun of at the table mm-hmm. or the, you know, the, the jokes, the snickers, whatever it is, to build up that skin. Yeah. And some people, they don't want to be put in that position to have to try and build up skin. But you know, if you're doing it, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. I feel so much better being able to have come to this point. And now my friends don't have that either combative nature or the jokes will still come and it is what it is. And I've gotten used to that. But at the same time, I, I feel so much better about the decisions I make. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel the same way because I, it took me a lot. I mean, you have to develop thick skin in your life no matter what. Yeah. That's going to happen. You're going to be bullied. You're going to be told you can't do mm-hmm. something. You're going to be told you're not good enough. People are told things all the time. Fuck those people that are telling yeah. you that and do what you want to do and do what's have, best for you. Allergies. You know, are you going to say to someone like, you have a dairy allergy, you can be like, eat that. Yeah. No, you have to eat that. No, you're not going to ma- force them to feel bad yeah. or sick. Why would you do that with someone who has a special, you know, air quote, special diet? Yeah. Lifestyle. And I noticed so many like memes and pictures that are kind of like making fun of like gluten-free diet saying like it's mm-hmm. a fad and blah, blah, blah. And I get it. It got really popular really fast. It looks like mm-hmm. a fad. But there are so many people that have legitimate <laughs> gluten allergies, if not celiac disease. And yeah. so it, it it's like I kind of it kind of hurts my heart because I'm like it hurts my heart for the people that legitimately have that problem. And I don't luckily. But at the same time, like I understand why when it becomes a fad, you want to make fun of it because I see things that become a fad and I want to make fun of it, too. Sure. So I can see both sides. But at the same time, I'm just like, OK, everyone just needs to keep to themselves and do what's right for them. <laughs> and for the gluten free, that's oh, it's so disheartening because. I actually try and stay gluten-free because of for thyroid and also because many of the products now, especially wheat, is a hybrid. And so they put so much preservatives and chemicals into a lot of gluten items. It's literally junk food. It's not the same. Yeah. yeah. It's not the same as what it was. Yeah. And so gluten, a lot of gluten-heavy dishes are just a lot of... Um, preservatives and chemicals and nothing that your body needs nor wants yeah yeah i mean even gluten-free items aren't the greatest either a lot of them are laden with um sugar yeah and a lot of different um chemicals and such as as well but so you know just give up and eat grass <laughs> <laughs> eat the fruit What's off safe? the trees <laughs> and that's, that's bark that's an interesting <laughs> thought though it's it's when you start to read so much and learn so much then you start to question just everything. everything. Yeah. And at that point, it, in a way, we have to kind of turn it off at, at points like, oh, that's not organic. I can't eat that. I can't yeah. eat that. But at one point, do you give and take with the, yeah, with yeah. those kind of items? Yeah. Yeah. For me, I know the lines that I will never cross, like I will never eat meat again. But for mm-hmm. example, like I would try to eat a more gluten-free diet and a more sugar-free diet, but I'm still going to mm-hmm. eat those things when they're in front of me mm-hmm. and it's my only option or I'm at a party or something like that. I'm going to give myself that. It's like, you know what? This is what I've got mm-hmm. and it's going to taste good. And I'm going to enjoy it. But in the majority of time, I try to do my best. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to fault anybody for it. I have so many, my family, my friends, my boyfriend, I mean, they're not vegan and I'm fine with it. It is, I'm, you know, I grew up non-vegan. I, I'm in, from LA. It's I'm not berating anybody for not choosing the lifestyle I've chosen. I just, you know, I'm hoping that everybody in their own way finds their own path and being able to 
heal themselves, the environment, the impact, yes. that kind of stuff. And now, ironically, it's it's funny because it is totally trendy in LA to be vegan, to juice, to be <laughs> gluten-free, to be all these things. So now you're with maybe not the majority, but a huge yeah. group of people and like all the restaurants cater to it. So it is kind of a great place to live. And I think New York is quite similar at this point. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. All right, we'll be right back with Alana. And we're going to talk about her business clean slate, as well as some of her favorite health and wellness tips. Food Deals Nation, we work hard to score discount codes for you from our favorite companies. Like 20% off vegan teas and tanks for men and women at vincelia.com. You remember Vince. He is a fan favorite and his line of soft, comfy clothes are just amazing with slogans like fit from food, vegan, and more. Yep. And you can also get 20% off some of our favorite health and beauty products from the Global Healing Center. A pioneer in the field of alternative health and natural healing, the owner, Dr. Group, has made it his life's mission to spread the word of health and wellness to the global community. And we love all of their products. It's literally a one-stop shop for all your supplement and beauty needs. We also love Gunas, stunning, cruelty-free, vegan, high-end handbags, which we have scored 20% off for you. They have the cutest purses, clutches, handbags, and they even have adorable backpacks that I am obsessed with. I know. (laughs) And don't forget about 15% off Beat by Beat. They've got super soft and comfy vegan-inspired clothing with taglines like, It's not you, it's meat. I own that t-shirt and I always get compliments. I know, I've seen it. <laughs> so go get your discounts, Food Heals Nation. Use the coupon code FOODHEALS and save money on some of our favorite organic, vegan, eco-friendly companies. You're listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. All right, Alana, tell us about the yoga retreat that changed your life. So when I moved back from New York and kind of the chaos of the advertising world over there, I had a great time, but I wasn't very healthy. I was working a lot. I was sick a lot, you know, regular flu kind of sick. And I was eating eh, give and take, you know, when you think pizza is great at midnight kind of thing. Right. (laughs) And you could follow that up with a vitamin water in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) I came back to L.A. and I kind of had a traumatic experience. My father passed suddenly and I found a yoga studio, which truly saved me mentally and physically with I I wanted to go on a yoga retreat with them for so long. And it was a a studio in the valley at the time. It was called Yoga Shelter. And now they switched to. Uh, electric soul yoga Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so they were they were kind of the community for me they were they became like friends they became a place of like a safe place and so I went there a lot and and the retreat I wanted to go on so bad and so finally I knew it wasn't probably the right thing financially to do but I made it work and and then everything kind of fell into place and I went and it was in Chicala Mexico in a just the coolest beachside yet secluded resort kind of open and they were going to have vegan food for the whole week that we were there and you weren't allowed to use any of your electronics Mm. so it was really like a a test (laughs) because you know how kind of we're so attached to our electronics yes and then not only the electronics it was the relationship so like even when I touched down, I wasn't technically supposed to text my mom or call her. So it was a it was a test in being able to get away from everything and focus on you, which is really hard to do sometimes. I like to I kind of mother hen a little bit, yeah. and I mother hen my mom a lot. Oh, sorry, <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> um, especially after losing a parent, yeah. then I really 
I really was focused on like, how are you? How are you doing? You good? You sure? Like, yeah, what's that what do you need? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and she hid so many things from me. Oh, so mad at that woman. Uh, <laughs> love her to death. But <laughs> so I went to this retreat and I thought it was going to be, I, I knew my teacher. He was a little bit uh, unconventional, which was awesome. That's why I liked that studio. It was very unconventional. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like where they, they said where the misfits kind of go. <laughs> and um, so it was fun. But then the retreat, he really kind of <laughs> turned it up a notch. So it was an emotional retreat, 100%. It was physical, but it was more so breaking you down to bring you back up. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of exercises that were very unconventional and strange and, you know, like running down the beach, you know, yelling with blindfolds and hoping you don't hit something. Did anyone crash crash into each other? Thankfully. Well, did they not? I don't. Did anyone fall into the water? No, because they they had someone at the end for you, but you didn't know that. So it was kind of like, can you let go? Wow. Without knowing someone is actually on the other side holding you. But there are people who are like, kind of like, I heard like splashes and they're like, turn left oh my like, god oh shit <laughs> so there was definitely moments of a lot of breakthrough and breakdown on that retreat but the first thing he did when we went and we got there was he sat us down closed the doors and he turned on earthlings the which, film for earthlings the film which was you know oddly enough before i even went to the retreat my diet already began to change mm-hmm. i was doing it on my own but <laughs> when i saw earthlings it became almost less about my health and more about holy shit what is being done right you know things are being done behind closed doors but when you see it on another behind the scenes level not just you know you think uh, cows chickens turkeys and then you kind of for a while I even played the like i'm, I'm just pescatarian mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and then you see i did the, that too yeah i get it and then you do the, and then you then they show the fish and you're like oh i can't say that anymore yeah <laughs> and then then they get into leather And so it just brought everything into a big, full light bulb. And I couldn't close, like, I always think, like, once that light bulb goes on, it's really hard to turn it off. Yeah. And before, I mean, I know what I was like before. So I know how easy it is for everybody to to still have their light bulb not go on. And I get it. Me too. And hell, ignorance is bliss, man, um, (laughs) sometimes. So when that when that went on for me, it was really hard to turn off. And uh, we were pissed at him for a bit. I'm like, why'd you show this now? But it made sense. Um, we were really thankful and, and we were grateful for the experience. And the whole retreat just completely, I, I came back with a very different outlook and mindset. And then about a month after that, I sat down with a friend, um, one of my best friends. And she and I realized that there might be a need for me to write about and i i create a clean slate mm-hmm. and then i let it be for a bit because i'm like well who wants to hear me say anything you know i'm not i'm not doing anything enough like special enough and then i sat down with a group of girls i took them to crossroads my oldest friends the moms and the daughters were all best friends um i took them to crossroads and i started like oddly informing them about stuff and Crossroads is one yes. of our favorite top <laughs> vegan restaurants just down the street from here. And I'm obsessed with it. My husband's obsessed with it, too. And he's not vegan. So it's like it's our go to date spot because it's high end, delicious food. It's continue. good. And it's good for groups yeah. um, and for yeah. non-vegans. Yeah. And it's so, great ambiance. It's like it's high ambience. end. Yeah, that's what really got It's not me. hippy dippy. No, no. So, so I took them there and then they kept asking me questions and I didn't even realize I had answers. 
Mm-hmm. Like not a clue. I thought that every I thought it was open information. Like I thought what I knew, everybody knew. That's how I was. I was like that. I was like, well, obviously we, we've moved past this. Everyone knows this. Yeah. No, they don't. They need you to tell them. They need your light. They need That's clean flame, you know? Yeah. And so then I, I, for me, I thought the same. I just was like, really? And then I couldn't stop reading and looking about and, and, and going and looking at products and restaurants and nutrition. And, and then it just became like fun. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite things to do like now is roam grocery store aisles and look at new products. Expo West is just... I know. It's the best. The playground. I went to Expo East this year too. Oh, you did? Yes. I'm very jealous of that. <laughs> I know. it's They're both so good and so crazy. And I always come back with so much knowledge and so many new mm-hmm. products to try. It's so fun. My swag bags are ridiculous. Oh, God, the swag bags. I know. It's so ridiculous. We get so much free product. How did you, like, fly that out back? <laughs> I didn't. I gave a lot of it away. I gave a yeah. lot of it away. I just took the things that I thought were most important that yeah. I wanted to try and then I took pictures of stuff that I was like all right I'm gonna read about this or go buy it later and what I like about Expo East is because that's a a lot of products we don't see on this coast so you know that it's just it's there's so much going on everywhere yeah it's great yeah and so there's really you can order things everywhere you can there's even Thrive which I love um and there's love Thrive Market yeah you know there's so many options now and uh I know there's even uh, there's newer ones even coming out so I started going full force on it, but at the same time, I have a nine to five job. So mm-hmm. it's really doing as much as I can with Clean Slate. I enjoy it. And then there's a crazy community. Who knew that this community existed? I had no idea. This was like a whole other world. Yeah. Different than my other world. Mm-hmm. And so that's been fun. Yeah. yeah. And I love Clean Slate. I feel like your pictures are gorgeous and they make my mouth salivate. And you're doing really well with it. Your Instagram has like 11,000 followers, right? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It keeps it keeps uh, growing. That's it, amazing. It just keeps growing. And the hard part is not eating out all the time. It's getting back to that balance that I had prior to Clean Slate a little bit. And that's that's been the hard part. As much as I love going out and as much as I love trying everything, and it, it's not always the healthiest items right and it's not always the best decision sometimes and so that's you get to a point where then you have to scale it back and realize okay now i have to listen to me and my body and realize what is the balance for all that yeah what are, what do you eat at home what are some healthy tips you can give food heals nation and so that's that's i, I work a nine to five so well actually it's seven thirty to 4 so mm-hmm. i'm up <laughs> really early so i always every day i pack my lunch and mm-hmm. if i can't i i go i get a a very clean option usually because the week I want to make sure my week's pretty solid. So I love steaming vegetables. Mm-hmm. I love I have an avocado a day. Uh, coconut aminos is my dressing for everything. Yes, put okay. it on everything. And I like I do like salads and then packing them with um, vegetables and hearty ingredients. So uh, I do love you know putting a, a protein uh, putting garbanzo beans in there and. Um, hemp seeds and cucumbers and even lately I've been doing raw onions. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. But I'm – and I need a crunch. So, late, you know, crunch, uh, I was saying – Texture is very important. Texture is important. As much as I love my lentils and my curries, 
I need a little mm-hmm. crunch sometimes. And mm-hmm. so rice cakes, Lundberg's rice cakes are like my favorite go-to. Mm-hmm. Me too. Put them, and those thin ones too are yeah, great. Yeah, you can put those on salads and curries, yes. all kinds of stuff. I get, I, and as on my side, I put like a avocado on it mm-hmm. and the yum butter, those um, almond butters are good on those. And um, I, you know what? Uh, recently, I was roasting some Brussels sprouts. Oh, okay. So that. and some some outside oh. leaves fell off, and they crisped, but like perfectly. Mm. And I was eating them like popcorn. I was like, "This is so." Fr-. And there was the crunch mm-hmm. and the crisp and the texture yeah. it was amazing. That sounds delicious. It's very important. I'm getting it, hungry. The texture is important. My boyfriend always he says that's one of the things. You know, the texture is very important with the dish, mm-hmm. and it is very true. And and also like as much as I love roasted vegetables, when I'm kind of busy or I'm coming home and then I go to the gym and then I come home. It takes, I'm like, oh, I'm just looking at my yeah. watch. Like, oh, come on, yeah. come on. But when I do, roasted vegetables are awesome. And um, making your own sweet potato fries mm. with uh, wasabi aioli is like, so that's that's one of my favorite things to make. And then kale chips, I love, I love making kale chips. And cashew cheeses, which are a little tough for me as much as I love them. They're a little hard on the digestion. Oh, that's too bad. They're is. so delicious. But they are. It doesn't say I'm not eating it. <laughs> do you ever take for your digestion? Do you ever take digestive enzymes? I do. What kind do you take? It's called innate. Oh, I have uh, innate flora. One of my naturopaths put me on that mm. a while ago, and I liked it. I was doing renew. Those Life. digestive enzymes or probiotics? Uh, oh, fair. That is probiotic. They're different. There is because the digestive enzyme I use Enzymedica. Thank you. Mm. Okay, you're right. <laughs> uh, thank like flora. Correct. You're right. Right when I said flora. Uh, (laughs) Enzymatica, you said? Enzymatica Digest Gold is a great digestive enzyme I take with me and I keep in my purse. No, those are important, especially since I brought it up earlier when I was researching why I was losing my hair besides having this emotional Mm -hmm. trauma. I thought it's got to, you know, I actually spoke to a functional medical doctor and he was saying how... Yes, that that has can that can occur, but if it, if there's anything else, it's usually nutritional. So I started to look at how I was digesting, and I was already on probiotics, and I'm like, maybe I need an enzyme because I'm not breaking stuff down. That's and that's for most of what we eat, especially raw raw food's kind of tough to break down. See, but that goes against what I've heard, which is the raw foods have the enzymes to break them down, right? But if your body is already, your system's kind of compromised, yeah, it, it, it's tough because they're very hearty and they're full of a lot of fiber and yes. uh, especially the cruciferous vegetables. Yes. It's it's a little tough. So as much as I like raw food, I I, I tend to blow it up a lot because my body's not processing it. See, it's as well. so dependent upon what's good for you. Yes, it's it, very personal. It's it very is. personal. And Susie, I agree with you. Like even the cleanse that I went on recently this summer, she said take digestive enzymes with your cooked food. You don't need them for raw food. And I kind of raised my hand and said, well, I do. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is because I've noticed that it's a pattern that even when I eat salads, I'm getting bloated. Mm-hmm. So I know that there is something that I'm not digesting well. So I take digestive mm-hmm. enzymes with everything. I should probably yeah. take them with my wine. You know, <laughs> like I take them with raw cooked. I don't care. I take one before. I take one after. Some people say you need them before. Some people say mm-hmm. you need them after. So I do both. I'm like, why not? I had some <laughs> live blood work. I don't if you guys have ever had this done it's really interesting i was exposed to it years ago when i had my massage therapy practice in an office and there's a woman who did it so she basically pricks your finger puts a drop of your blood on a slide and puts it under a microscope projected to a screen and you can see what's going on in your blood and a lot of what you can see or the things that they can read are nutritional Mm -hmm. fascinating i would love to do that i will give you the name of I should probably give them a shout out because they were great. There's a couple that I went to not too long ago to do this again, to have a kind of a checkup when I found out like 
I felt like my hair was thinning. Mm -hmm. And he said a few things that were correct. One most importantly is like, you need a digestive enzyme. Mm -hmm. I can see proteins, sugars, and fats in your blood. That means you're not digesting them properly. Mm -hmm. They're leaking into your bloodstream and we need to fix that. Yeah. And so he suggested that for me. So yeah, it's it's fascinating. You can it's all nutritional stuff. It's all just like if you have bacteria, but also bacteria mm-hmm. and fungus in your blood, but also parasites. But most parasites. Yeah. yeah. I had a mm-hmm. interesting little guy dart across the screen and he was a square shape. And most people actually have parasites. He looked like oh yeah. yeah. He looked like a TiVo. <laughs> like you know if you look at yes. your blood cells on a screen, they're all round, they're all pretty, they're all round. There's mm-hmm. nothing square with an antenna. <laughs> And that's what he looked like. And this this is the woman, uh, not this couple, but uh, this other woman. And she said, oh, when have you been to Northern Europe? I said, what? She said, did you see that thing just dart across the screen? And your blood cells don't, they're just floating. They're just mm-hmm. kind of like, they're just floating. And this thing just actually moved. Oh. And she's like, yeah, that's a parasite from Northern Europe. And I went, ew. Oh, my God. How long has it been there? Yeah. yeah. Long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, like, veganism is one thing. Nutrition's a whole other, you know. That's that's yeah. where it gets very individual. Yeah. Very much so. And, and that's why, like, for digestive, unless you're, for me, unless you're raw 24-7, then your body's getting... Mm. To probably break down and understand a little more. But when you're mixing raw and cooked and and uh, preservatives and all the other things, I think uh, yeah. it's still a lot for your digestion. You need some support. Some support. And nothing nothing wrong with support. And all these enzymes, they actually have very beneficial ingredients in them mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, I, I definitely am a big sponsor for digestive enzymes and supplements. I mean, that's where my search – I love search. And- so how do you feel now? So right now, it's it definitely been, the last year has been a trial and error with the finding out about um, the, the hypothyroid. Mm. Something that I always felt and knew because I would hit these very fatigue walls. Yeah. And it did happen more so within the last few years of me trying to work through, I guess, the, the trauma of it. And then I was also very, I got to a place of um, slightly neurotic about what I, my intake was and my workouts. And I, I was working out like a mad person at one point training at one point training for nothing. <laughs> and then I trained for Tough Mudder, but it was like, I was, I was training for something. And my mom said, she's like, when you came back from New York, it was as if you were training to be an Olympic athlete. And I just, it was just a thing in me. I just started, but I also fatigued my, I, I hit a wall with my adrenals and my thyroid and I didn't know. And um, my doctors would completely pass that off. So now that I've been because, actively, let me ask you because yeah. they weren't asking you about no. your emotional state, probably because you had lost oh, your father. They kept saying stress, 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 stress. That's all they wanted to do. Stress, give you a pill. Stress, give you a pill. Mm. Hey, what can you do for stress? Uh, you know, and, and I kept saying like, I'm in yoga. I'm doing this. I'm I'm actually doing okay, guys. I don't think it's that. I think there's something another component. Yeah. And um, I hated when they kept saying stress because I. I know myself enough to know, and I felt it, that there was something else. Mm -hmm. I was doing well. I was eating well. I was working out. Maybe I was going a little too overboard at one point. But I started to balance myself out, and that's when I knew, okay, I'm balancing myself out, yet I'm still feeling this way. Right. So in the last year and a half or so, um, specifically even more recently with this new naturopath I've been working out with, Dr. Keysberry, she is unbelievable. She's here in Atwater, and I was introduced to her by another friend who's been working with her, and it's been helpful because at the same time, instead of me going and buying a ton of supplements, that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Since it's so personal, I'm thinking, oh, well, today, what do I feel like? Oh, let's add a little bit of this in here, a little bit of this. When she's going, hey, you really don't need that. And it's over here is what you need. And giving me my solid like 
maybe five or four supplements yeah. versus what you know like 30 exactly what you yeah. what you think you need I've been um, so guilty of that. And someone called me out on it in a podcast. Or they didn't call me out, but I called myself out. They said, you know, the worst thing you can do is read all over the internet and go, I need this supplement, this yes. supplement, this until to the point where it gets unsustainable. And mm-hmm. I've totally been guilty of that multiple times mm-hmm. in my life. And so it's like, no, Same. go get the Susie, the blood work that Susie's talking about. Go to a functional medicine doctor. Mm-hmm. Go to someone who's going to look at every the whole mm-hmm. picture and not just these little one things at a time. Exactly. Like, oh, my hair is not growing, so I need a hair pill. Oh, I'm not digesting, so I need the one pill. Right. It's all connected. Yeah, because there could be something completely unrelated in your yeah. body that's creating that disconnect. Exactly. And and that's beyond the veganism. That is definitely nutrition. And a lot of us, so many people I feel are in the same boat and we're very much, we like to ignore it mm-hmm. because we have to do our day to day. We got to get through it. We got to go to the grind and, and do all that. But you can't do that if you're not a fully functioning happy, healthy person. Yes. And I've done this throughout my life. I've always thought I found the answer. So my, I remember the first answer I thought was eating all organic was the answer. I was like, if I eat all organic, I'll be healthy. And then I realized that, you know, I learned about food allergies and the treatment of the animals and mm-hmm. the, you know, connection of dairy to disease and meat to disease and all these mm-hmm. things. So then I was like, okay, vegetarianism is the answer. And then I was like, learn more and more. And then I was like, veganism the answer. And then I still didn't feel perfect. So mm-hmm. then I realized, well, all of these things are parts of a whole, mm-hmm. but I need to figure out what are my specific food exactly. allergies. What's my body is different from your body is different from your body. We all have different genes. We all have different family lineage. Mm-hmm. We all have different places we grew up. We've all had suffered from different things that have caused different things. Like I know that I had, I took way too many antibiotics as, as a kid. Everyone has something different. Mm-hmm. And so you, it's so individual. And that's why I read these articles about exercise. I read these articles about nutrition. I'm like, it's not one size fits all. It right. drives me nuts when I'm like, I read like, this is how women should work out. No, mm-hmm. yeah. every person is different. Some people can get a banging body from mm-hmm. yoga and some people can't. You know, everybody is different. It's like, it's definitely trying to find trying all the things to see what works for you because you know at the same time taking yourself out of the game then then you're really not you're not trying to make it a better life for yourself and veganism i mean i'm not gonna that did help me with oh, me my too. acid reflex yeah totally, totally oh it helped me too my face has never looked better like <laughs> when you stop eating dairy you stop getting acne in my case and many other people that's cases. not entirely true but okay. <laughs> a lot of people have it with sugar too Sugar is a big one. That's mm-hmm. a good point, Susie. You're right. I'm just going to say that I eat sugar and I have no acne and I don't eat dairy. <laughs> so it's well, the dairy. For you. So for me, it works. It helped with my um, definitely uh, more so stomach issues that I had in New York. I was eating dairy all the time and I mm-hmm. noticed a huge change when I stopped. Yeah. Also fatigue and, for me. Right. Um, dairy was contributing to massive fatigue. And not that I don't get fatigue now, you mm-hmm. guys. Of course I do sometimes. But I had... Oh, my God. Like, I would sleep at 4 o'clock until, like, 10 o'clock. You know, that's not healthy. Yeah. Gave up the dairy and it's everything's better. And now I need to give up the sugar probably. <laughs> but at least eliminate it a little bit more. Yeah, it's about the balance. So I just want to give these guys a shout out because I just realized 
Yes. I should. Um, if anyone in Los Angeles is interested in nutritional blood analysis. I am. I am. Um, there's a company <laughs> called Vivify, and they're on Yelp. It's a couple. They're really lovely, and uh, you go in, I just as I described, they prick your finger, you get a drop of blood, and then you look at the magic and what's <laughs> really going cool. on. And then you go back, and then they give suggestions. You can buy your supplements from them. Like, I bought a... And the supplements they carry are actually all formulated from the Amazon. They're all like, you know, fruit and veggie based. And uh, so I bought a B vitamin supplement. I also bought a digestive enzyme. And then then you go back and check your progress. Cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to like, why wouldn't you want to know more about yourself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. And when that when and when you see that in front of you and they describe it, okay, mm-hmm. you're feeling this because this is what it, this is what I would think that you're feeling by looking at that. And you're going, yeah, yeah. So it's very and it's so many people. It's easy to ignore. You don't want to. You don't want to do that extra level testing. Yeah. Because fatigue could be so many things. It could be yeah. a parasite. Yeah. yeah. And, and people think that's hocus pocus. But it's true. Oh, you saw no. the little, you know, yeah. Listen to our episode with Megan Brophy and you will test yourself for parasites because <laughs> her story is unbelievable. Oh, I've, oh so God, parasites. I've, I've dealt with my share. Okay. <laughs> so you probably know some of the protocols that sound disgusting but are extremely effective and... <laughs> You know, that episode really changed a lot of people's lives. We got more emails about that episode than than most. <laughs> All right. So tell everyone where they can find you online. It's shameless self-promotion time. Yay. Promote, promote, promote. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at uh, cleanslate.com. Spell, spell clean. Yes, I do need to spell that. So it is K-L-E-A-N dash S-L-A-T-E dot com. Perfect. And uh, same with my Instagram. It's uh, clean, K-L-E-A-N underscore S-L-A-T-E. And on Facebook, Clean Slate as well, and on Twitter. And you can email me. Please feel free to email me. My email's uh, through my website. Great. Thank you. And I love all your pictures, and I love your blog, and I think it's just beautiful. And there was one recipe that I was hoping you would leave us with. It was that chocolatey, no guilt, no shame smoothie. Oh, wow. So good. That's the one thing that's in my quest. I love playing with very good, clean ingredients. And mm-hmm. there's some brands that I really appreciate. Yeah, so I just I'm, thought it looked beautiful. And I was like, I need to make you. that. <laughs> no, I, I love, that's it. I mean, my quest for, for companies. I love helping out those, those little companies, especially over those general mills. So yeah. this one was very much a delicious, I mean, because just because it has chocolate in the, you know, in there doesn't mean it's bad for you. Because you can use a good raw cacao, like Navita's Naturals, Sun Food as well. And then you, for this one, you use coconut shreds. You use a vanilla almond milk. And you can make your own, which I have on my site, or you can buy a vanilla almond milk. This one also had a frozen banana. And for protein powder, I kind of switch it up between a Sun Warrior and a Kakava. I never said Cacava <laughs> protein powder, <laughs> which is actually fantastic. You can order them online. It's a, it's ka, uh, apostrophe, kava. <laughs> and then I add hemp seeds because there's a lot of protein powders out there. And I don't always use a protein powder because I think you can get a lot of protein from your foods. Yeah. Um, not really necessary, but sometimes I actually do like the taste of it. And um, if I need a little boost, these protein powders like kakava um, <laughs> actually has a ton more than protein within it. And I like ones that don't have a lot of artificial sugar at all. So um, this one will have like, I think, a broccoli sprouts and alfalfa and, you know, chlorophyll. So they have all these extra benefits. 
So this one, yeah, this is delicious. And now I would love one. <laughs> I want this smoothie. It's been a bit. Um, yeah, and you just, you just put it all in a Vitamix or whatever blender you have because this is a fairly simple ingredient. So it doesn't need a lot of um, a blender that breaks it down. So And then just add some ice cubes and you're good to go. All right. Get that recipe and more at cleanslate.com. Do you, can you leave us with a tweetable? So I'll leave you with hashtag create the shift. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. This was fantastic. You were fun. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming to our party. That was amazing. Oh, it was a fantastic party. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately.